Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. There are only two kinds of people who don't experience painful emotions, such as sadness or anger or anxiety or frustration. Two kinds of people, psychopaths and the dead. Other than that, we all experience painful emotions, which is actually a good sign. That's Tal Ben-Shahar. He's an internationally renowned teacher and author in the fields of happiness and leadership and the co-founder of the Happiness Studies Academy. I like to think of him as an expert in happiness. And he's my guest this week for Rigs Off the Radio. It's Mental Health Monday. Mental Health Monday is an informational podcast and should not be used to replace the specialized training and professional judgment of a healthcare or mental health care professional. Mental Health Monday can't be held responsible for the use of the information provided. Please always consult a trained mental health professional before making any decision regarding treatment of yourself self or others. Self-help information and podcasts and information on the internet is useful, but not always a substitute for professional assistance. Unless otherwise noted, guests of Mental Health Monday are not doctors or licensed in any way. Our hope is to make a connection with you and be more open and honest about everyone's mental health. Thanks for checking it out. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Riggs Off the Radio. I'm Riggs. It's Mental Health Monday. Thanks for your patience in my sporadic episodes. Are you happy? When's the last time somebody asked you that? And what do you think of when you hear the word happy? What does it mean to you to be happy and to embrace happiness? Dr. Tal Ben-Shahar, he said just to call him Tal, but I'm going to call him doctor, is pretty much an expert in happiness. He's also a yoga instructor, a sportsman, and just recently we found out he has a master's program in happiness studies. How did they get into happiness? What isn't happiness? And how can we benefit our mental health from embracing the study of happiness? We'll hit on it all. It's 10 Minutes with Tal Ben-Shahar on Rigs Off the Radio. So how did you get into the study of happiness? I became interested in happiness because of my own unhappiness. So I was, uh, it was as an undergraduate at Harvard studying computer science. And I found myself in my second year doing well academically, doing well in athletics. I played varsity squash. Uh, doing quite well socially and yet being very unhappy. And it didn't make sense to me because, you know, when I looked at my life from the outside, things looked great. But from the inside, it didn't feel that way. And that was the, the turning point for me when I approached my academic advisor and told her that I'm switching majors from computer science to philosophy and psychology. And that was 30 years ago. But you also realize in doing this that there was not a study for the field of happiness. There's mathematics, there's history, there's all sorts of fields you can study, but there wasn't a field of studying happiness. This is a problem that you found. 
Yeah, and and that uh, that that baffled me because uh, you know why is it that we can go to you know university or even in school and study psychology and history and 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 medicine and 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 geography, but but not so for happiness. And that's a that's a question that's especially puzzling today when we already have a science of happiness when we actually know how to help individuals, uh, families organizations increase their levels of well-being and not only that through that to bring about more uh, success more effectiveness uh, uh, even uh, more morality because we know when we increase levels of well-being people are more likely to behave uh, virtuously and you taught one of the most popular i guess courses on happiness at harvard university to over 800 students and now this is actually a master's program at centenary university in new jersey how did this come to be? Now it's an entire, I mean, you can get your master's for an 18 month program. Yeah, so for, from the outset, my, uh, my goal, my, my colleague's goal has been to create a field, an academic field, where you teach happiness from different uh, perspectives in an interdisciplinary manner. So looking at it, of course, through the lens of psychologists, as well as philosophers, as well as literature and theology and film and then neuroscience and to integrate them all into uh, as much as possible a coherent picture of what we can do as individuals, as, um, as a society, to increase levels of well-being. How does this go above and beyond the field of positive psychology, which is the study of human flourishing? How does this take things to the next level from positive psychology? Because that's where your background is from. Exactly. So, so that, that's where my background is uh, from. And, um, and it's a very important part, a pillar of uh, the the field of happiness studies but it's one of a few pillars because uh, aristotle also had a great deal to say about happiness as did lao tzu as did uh, marianne evans and uh, not taking their wisdom into consideration is not doing justice to the to the richness that exists around the concept of happiness broadly defined so i don't mean happiness in that you know we experience pleasure or that certain uh, neurons in our brains are firing. I mean, happiness in the sense of a deep sense of meaning, of uh, uh, healthy relationships, of the focus on the connection between mind and body, on intellectual development, and, and so on. So it's very important when we look at happiness to look at it not just through multiple disciplines, but also on multiple levels. Again, the spiritual, the physical, the intellectual, the relational, and finally, of course, the emotional. SPIRE, that's an acronym. I like that. <laughs> uh, I'm studying positive psychology, so I, I'm, I'm all about it. So uh, that's why I'm, I'm very interested in this. Now, we know what happiness is, but what is not happiness? Yeah, you know, there are many myths around happiness. One of them is that a happy life means being happy all the time, or what it is actually meant there is that it's experiencing pleasure all the time. But one thing which I you know, point out to my students and to myself is that there are only two kinds of people who don't experience painful emotions, such as sadness or anger or anxiety or frustration. Um, two kinds of people, psychopaths and the dead. Other than that, we all experience painful emotions, which is actually a good sign. And uh, because we're not psychopaths and we're alive, we can build on that. Um, so the myth that um, is so pervasive in our culture today is that happiness needs to be an unbroken experience of positive emotions. 
and um, and and it's not. And the, this belief actually is a significant barrier to happiness. How does happiness, the study of happiness, differ from it's a buzzword, toxic positivity? I'm sure you sure, sure you've heard that before. How does that differ? Right. Yes. Yeah, so the idea of toxic positivity is that the most important thing is to experience pleasure at any given time. You know, you're you're uh, experiencing uh, war. Just experience positivity, and then all will be well. Poverty will be solved through uh, an uninterrupted injection of uh, positive emotions. You know, even just using the name uh, positive emotions in and of itself is problematic because it means that all other emotions are negative. There is a value judgment here. Rather, what I prefer to use is pleasurable emotions versus painful emotions, and both are part of the human conditions. And there are certainly times places where experiencing sadness, anxiety, uh, anger uh, is not only legitimate, it's also the right uh, response and a helpful response. How can the study of happiness and being just more aware of our overall well-being impact our overall mental health? You know, when um, people talk about happiness, they think, okay, so this is for good times. It's for people who can afford to be happy. Um, and, um, and the thing is that the science of happiness can help a great deal. Yes, when things are going well, and probably even more so when things are not going well. Why? Because cultivating well-being strengthens our psychological immune system. In other words, it makes us more resilient. Now, a strong immune system, whether we're talking physiological or psychological, does not mean we don't get sick. It just means we get sick less often. And when we do, we recover more promptly. And this is the objective of the science of happiness, especially during difficult, uncertain, chaotic, uh, and tragic times. Sure. Now, the program at Centenary University, has that started yet? Have you kicked it off yet? We're launching um, the MA in Happiness Studies in October, 24th of October, 2022. Do you I'm have counting the days? <laughs> Do you have plans to expand this to other universities around the country or even around the world? So, um, you know, getting that program in Happiness Studies accredited was a real challenge. It uh, took my colleagues and uh, me years. Now that there is such a program, our hope is that many will sprout, that happiness studies will become a discipline just like psychology is and just like history is, that it will be taught in various universities around the world. And um, we are uh, more than willing. In fact, they are say we're happy to help whomever is interested. Outstanding. Are there any real quick tips you could give to someone who can not know anything about happiness, how they can just practice overall well-being and happiness? Just a couple of quick tips off the top of your head. So the first thing that I would say is to be physically active. Regular physical exercise as little as 30 minutes, three times a week of dancing or walking or jogging or swimming or playing ball or whatever. 30 minutes, three times a week has the same effect on our psychological well-being as our most powerful psychiatric medication. Another important element of happiness is to allow in unhappiness. Embrace painful emotions. How do we embrace them? Whether it's by shedding a tear or writing about them or talking about them. 
Because when we give ourselves the permission to be human, the permission to experience the full range of human emotions, that is when the painful emotions, paradoxically, do not overstay their welcome. It's when we reject them that they intensify. Number one predictor of happiness is quality time we spend with people we care about and who care about us, relationships. And spending time with them while we're connecting, which often means disconnecting from technology. Acts of kindness are critical for a happy life. In fact, one of the best ways to increase our own happiness is to first focus on the happiness of others. It's when we help others that we enjoy a significant and lasting spike in our levels of happiness. Be kind, be generous, be good. Excellent tips. Tal Ben-Shahar, thank you so much for your time. And one of my um, one of my favorite books is Choose the Life You Want and many other books that you have out there. And of course, The Happiness Study is now available at Centenary University in New Jersey. I admire what you're doing. And I think it's great that you're leading the way in positive psychology. It's a really, it's, a, it's an amazing force. You're a force in this field. And thank you for, for being part. Thank you, Andy. Thanks again to my guest this week, Dr. Tal Ben-Shahar. You can find out more about the science of happiness at his website, happinessstudies.academy. Thanks for checking out another episode of Rigs Off the Radio. Enjoy the rest of your night, your afternoon, your evening, your weekend, whatever it is you happen to be doing. I'll talk to you next time. Remember, make good life decisions. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.